Hello, this is Alex here at the Enhancing Life podcast, episode number two. In the last episode, I talked about the topic of life mission, and today I'd like to talk about another topic that kind of it's very consistent in your experience of your life mission. When you're going for your life mission, you always have this flow state. This flow state I like to call a focused state where your experience is is maximized. So you feel the happiest. You're getting the most out of it in that particular experience. And that's it. That's, That's why you're here. At least for now. I like to see life as something consistently going, constantly. Like, life is, is change. It's, change is the only constant. And so when you're in that state, so far, that's the best experience, right? Or at least one of the best. It could be even better if you maximize it. I mean, isn't that happy state what you're trying to get to? Isn't it good enough when when you're happy isn't it good enough for everything isn't it good enough it's not pointing to anything else i mean that's that's what everything kind of points to is is especially when you get to that that state where like i said it's it you you go through these challenges and then you get out of them and you have this feeling of accomplishment you know and and that feeling of accomplishment is is not it's that's the difference between having some impulses to watch TV or eat junk food or eat chocolate or, or even do drugs of some kind, like alcohol or drink caffeine or, uh, or sex or, you know, something that just kind of takes your mind off of those other things that you don't feel like finding a solution to because perhaps you've had them repeat over and over again and you want a new class of problems, perhaps. Or maybe I should use the word, instead of problems, adventures. You want adventures where you have that nice balance between the challenge and the enjoyment that you're getting out of it. Well, I like to see, like I said before, when you're in that happiness state, there's this feeling that nothing else really matters that much you're just in it and and you're happy and that's why you're here you know and nothing else is pointing anywhere else but right now because you're in the moment right there's no future ideas and there's no past ideas you know concepts thinking about you know being worried about the past or anxious of the future it's just right now and you're in that happy flow state and so that kind of implies, you know, being, seeing it as an opposite. What is the opposite emotion of, of happiness? Well, it could be anything that's lower than that. And what, whatever your lowest emotion that you usually experience. So it could be anything from anxiety to frustration to anger to depression to anything. Let's say it's anxiety. And so when you're feeling anxious and you can't find the solution, you, you're not seeing it, you're, you're being challenged, and why is it challenging you? How, how, how did you get to there? 
isn't it pointing in, in, in a direction of where you could find the solution? Isn't it pointing away from this? You know, you're in the moment, you're always in the moment, you're perhaps maybe less in the moment when you're experiencing this negative emotion and you're less in the moment because it's pointing to you somewhere else. You've, you're already aware of it. You're aware of how you feel. It's quite obvious that you're, you know how you feel because the negative emotion really does get you focused. And that's a good thing about it, is that it focuses you in. And that's kind of the first step in, into realizing how you can use it for this flow state. How can you use this situation? So I like to use the... Uh, a good example would be if you're trying to, to decide what kind of career you're trying to think about getting into. Um, perhaps your two decisions could be, let's say, um, you either want to be uh, a writer, some kind of uh, artistic endeavor, or uh, a psychotherapist, so maybe a help, uh, people helper or something like that. And so you're trying to decide and so you look for the similarities between the two and you say, well, both are, are really good, you know, for this reason and that reason. And, uh, and you still can't quite decide. And so how do you decide? Well, which ones are more useful to you? It could be either one, right? So let's say you decide psychotherapy and you, you want to help people. You want to be a kind of a people helper. You want to be more, um, you see that as a challenge. That's the biggest kind of challenge that you can possibly imagine. And yet at the same time, it's the biggest kind of enjoyment that you can get out of it in the accomplishment of that challenge, right? It's that figure eight. You know you're going to have another challenge. You know you're going to have challenges in your life. Challenges are inevitable. Mistakes are inevitable. So you might as well pick the most challenging thing that also that you most enjoy. Because isn't that interesting? Isn't that mysterious? Doesn't that make you curious how this thing really challenges me? This thing is pretty big. I have this desire to do this thing. And yet, at the same time, like I said, you're, you have this desire to do this thing and it makes you feel a, a way that you can't really describe. It's like you're, you're in that flow state, right? And there's continuous movement and you can see this movement and how it moves through your life and how, it, how useful it is for your entire life and how it challenges you and you can, you can see the accomplishments being accomplished within it. And so that's what you choose. And so this process I'd like to use an analogy for. Um, a great analogy I just thought of was, let's say you have a window and you have a marker to signify this process on the window. And let's say this window is, has no other walls attached to it. So it's kind of just freestanding and you can walk around it. And let's say on one side of the window, you start on the left side and you start with the process at the very beginning of this whole process of this flow state. And you start 
with the challenge that you want to, let's say, do this career or this vocation or whatever the problem is that you have and and you're challenged with it. And what comes after the challenge? This, This you can use with any problem of your life. What comes after the challenge? Well, you, you come up with ideas. You may not have experiences to help you with those ideas. You don't have experiential knowledge because you haven't tried it out. So this is why these ideas only go so far. To really know what I'm talking about, to really understand at a deeper level of what I'm saying here is, is to try it out. So try out that career or that vocation or that activity that you really want to do. And then you can see from your own perspective. And then the next step on this scale, on this window, is actually trying it out, right? So you try it out and after that is another problem. You come to another problem, another issue, um, and it's a constant from beginning to the end. There's comes to a, a constant, you know, problem to solution to problem to solution and ideas in between and just trying different things and discovering that when you get to the ending and you find the solution and you think it's over you find that there is an end to certain things but isn't every ending a beginning to something else because if you look at the whole process and how doesn't it point to, you know, when you're in a challenge, doesn't it point to something else? Like I said before, doesn't it point to a solution that perhaps you just, you have this inkling, you have this, this uh, sense for something bigger. And this might be this bigger picture that I was talking about, but you only see little aspects here and there once in a while, maybe. And so looking at this logical sequence well it's not quite yet a a sequence i'll get to that later but uh, this process that's a part of this bigger sequence of this bigger picture this process kind of just keeps continuing on and on right it's a it's a constant continuum from beginning to end and if you look at the other side of the window you begin to see that the beginning is the ending of another solution in other words, another problem within this, the solution. And you find that on both sides, you can sort of see that there's a middle ground where there's a climax in between the two, the solution and the problem. And you can see them both. From both sides, you can see basically the same thing with specific details that are different within each problem. You can you can represent this and relate this to any problem in your life because every problem has a solution and so really just if you go about it in this optimistic way with this positive attitude you can start to see the solution sooner and it's just a habit of thought if you just continue with this optimistic way of thinking. Happiness is a habit, right? I'm sure you've heard that somewhere before. It's quite a a popular saying. And so, if you come to the ending 
of a solution and the ending of, the, of that journey of finding the solution to that problem, there's just going to be another problem, right? Because they're inevitable. So solutions are inevitable as well. So that's what I like to share is solutions are inevitable because there's this continuing sequence, this order of things that continues on this ever creating and ever increasing of knowledge and skills and happiness in your life. And if you can see this, this process at which it goes through and it continues from beginning to end to beginning to end to beginning to end, you start to see how everything is connected and continuously, continuously getting better. It just depends on your perspective. If you're able to look at the other side of the window and see how everything is kind of just going in, in that same direction, upward. At least, at least if you look at the other side of the window for that one process, then it's basically the same thing. But there comes a time at, at the end of some processes that you'll start to see that generally, in the big picture, you are gaining knowledge and you're gaining skills. Obviously, uh, if you look at the other side of the window, in this analogy, it doesn't always look like it's increasing. Sometimes it looks like you didn't gain anything. And that's okay. Sometimes you don't see it right off the bat. You only see it until you know how it's done. Until you, you see, and when it's done, you, you can look back in retrospect and you can say, oh, that's how it happened. You don't see it because you, you can't see how it happens until it has happened, until it's done. Until it's, until it's happening right now. That's when, when you're in the flow state. When you're seeing it happening right before you. Because you're having that perfect balance. And so, I'd like to close with just knowing that uh, if you can get to that flow state and, and find a way to get to it more frequently in your life, you can create this pattern, this continuous way of living through this figure eight that continuously ha- is, is on this uh, continuous upwards uh, spiral of increased happiness and, and increased maximized experience. It's all about maximizing that happiness when you when it's there. You know, appreciating it. That's what appreciating is: is creating more of something. Always having that positive outlook. Or at least trying for it. At least trying for something a little bit better. Because it's always more. The, the universe is always expanding. Well, that's it for today. Uh, if you have any questions, you can message me on, uh, on this podcast on Anchor. 
podcasting. And that's it for today. So thank you for listening. And I'll be back probably next week. Probably Saturday or Sunday. All right. See you later. Hey, it's Alex here at the Enhancement Life Podcast, episode number three. Today I wanted to talk about learning how to use your imagination in practical and resourceful ways. Now what I mean by resourceful, first of all, is using your imagination to create resourceful states. So states of mind, wonderful emotions that feel good, that make your experience of everything else better. Have you ever noticed when you're in a good mood, it could have been something that sort of just seemed to have popped into your head. You could have been maybe imagining what it would be like when you go on vacation. And so the anticipation kind of adds up to something. And so you're in a good mood for the day. Just from thinking about, oh, you're going on vacation. If you use that kind of concept in, in that helping, using that to help your day, help your state, maintain that state, in which you see more opportunities in your day, because, you know, that's what it is. That's what you're doing. In your mind, that's what you're doing. You're looking for possibilities and you're open to what is around you in your experience. Like everything is there. Everything is, is in the universe here and it's, and it's, it's expanding. And it's just whether you perceive it or not. I mean, some experiences you perceive and it's kind of just made up and you think it's real. Or at least you think it's more real than other things that are actually more real than it. That's that's a much better way to put it. But really, it's it's made up, and more importantly, it's unresourceful. It doesn't do you any good because you're using your imagination in a way to, for one thing, you could be worrying about the past, so you could be. I don't know, maybe wake up in the morning and you worry about something that you, you know, said you're going to do several times and you never did it, or you were going to accomplish something, you left something for a while and time has gone by, or you were going to make a decision on something, something that would feel good to have done. Even some things are useful even if you don't feel good to actually do it and you think well the experience has to be good you know I want to feel good that's the main goal right I want to experience happiness in my life so in order to create that habit and you know maintain it and build that habit I have to feel good as often as as possible right so Why would I do something that doesn't feel good to do? Well, I mean, when you think about it as a whole, 
in the long term. I think long term is is uh, eventually something that adds up to something more important than short term. If you look at it in this way, in the long term, if you add up all the times that you did something because it would feel good to have done, to have accomplished it, not necessarily good to do. Maybe, maybe it just requires some kind of skills to sit down and do it, and to write in a journal or to. Um, write down positive aspects of your day because maybe maybe you're a pessimist maybe you're you have anger maybe you aren't getting along with your spouse anything this can be good for because there are positive aspects in everything there's you know it's kind of like gray everything when you think about it because I mean, when you when you look at things, and you look at other people's perspectives, and you hear a myriad of, of opinions on you know the same subject, even specific subjects, you can see how diverse people are and how diverse their viewpoints are, and you can see that maybe it might work for you, you know, if you change your viewpoint or just met in the middle in a more gray area as opposed to black and white. So imagination is something I see immense importance in if you're able to be resourceful with it. Obviously, if you are able to be skilled at using it, it can be used in a non-resourceful way. Like I was saying, worrying and feeling anxious about the future, not having done things, not even started things, not knowing where to start. I think that has a lot to do with sort of looking at the big picture constantly, seeing how big it is, just looking at a a big goal and seeing how big it is and, and the bigness of it, instead of seeing the smallness of the tasks at which it's made out of, if you actually broke it up into smaller tasks, you'd see that it's a, it's a lot smaller. And if that works, and you see, wow, that, that doesn't seem like such a big deal, then even break those up into even smaller tasks. For instance, like if you're wanting to start a business, you you could try looking at it, looking at it as well, first I gotta make a website, and you can break that apart into even smaller pieces and say, well, okay, so I'm going to uh, go on the internet and find the best kind of website that is that I'm getting the most out of that's fairly cheap. Maybe I'm gonna start small and see how that goes, and maybe I'll get a bigger package later. Like, you know, it could, it's wide open for you. There's so many options that you may not even be aware of that could just start you on a wonderful path where you know you've started and that's much better than all that thing that i i wanted to do for so long and i haven't started yet it's uh it's definitely something that's that our mind could sort of use in an unresourceful way and how we haven't done it so we don't know what it's like and therefore 
it's uncomfortable to think about. It's something that you feel like avoiding because you haven't done anything quite like it. You know, starting a business that's that's a a, a pretty big goal. That's uh, you know typically a, a quite a big goal um, as opposed to many others that uh, anyone deals with in their life, right? So that does make sense. And uh, when you look at it and you see how it does make sense, why you are doing what you're doing and how, how you're doing it in that way and how that is unresourceful for you, it's much easier not to feel guilty about it. You know, oh, I, I should be doing this. You know, don't, don't should yourself to death. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not a big deal, you know. Um, it is what it is, you know, and, uh, and it hasn't been done, and so it hasn't been done yet. That, that whole thing is, is, that kind of thinking about that can be done right now. You can finish that, and you can start by starting something new, starting a whole new beginning, and creating a whole new ending to something else. The thing that you're not wanting, that you're focusing on, that you think that you're moving toward something better when you're actually focusing on what you don't want. And that's avoiding or I like to use the word disengage because it's almost like you are you're you're watching yourself focusing on the thing that you don't want, whatever it may be. Um, I, I like to say like use this uh, more on ideas. And, and if you're focusing on, you know, on worrying about this and how it's such a big goal and I don't know what to do about that, um, well, you, you disengage from that way of looking at it. So you, it's almost like you're taking a step back. And so it's like a gradual, almost like a gradual avoiding, but not necessarily avoiding because... It's sort of one step in between focusing on it and then not focusing on it. So the next step I would say in using your imagination in in practical ways is, like I said, looking at it as smaller tasks to do. Um, That's just one way. And perhaps... Seeing yourself in your life as almost like somebody on a movie. You can you can see it like uh, if, if you're the main character and you have some goals to accomplish. So you're 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 decided you've decided you're gonna start this business and so you're gonna go get a business license, for instance. So you can picture yourself disassociated from yourself. So you're watching the movie of yourself and you're, you're going, um, you're, you're driving down to, to where you can uh, get the license. And so you can ex- extract information from that picture that you're seeing of yourself. Um, first of all, it's, it's less, um, less of a, of, it doesn't look like a big deal. It doesn't look like something that's, uh, extremely emotional in any way. Really, there's just more information, kind of f- facts that you can gather from it. Like perhaps 
um, how long it's going to take. Um, you know, you, you may think of, oh, it may it take a, a whole day. It doesn't have to take a whole day. I mean, you, you can break it apart as small as you want and just do little pieces here and there. You know, one weekend you, you could uh, get the license and, then, and that could be it for, for the day. And just knowing you did something, one thing, something small, it's different than not doing anything at all, right? So knowing that and knowing you have done that and that's behind you, You've, you've accomplished that. Just having that in, in your conscience, it's, it's nice. It's a nice feeling. And when you disassociate from yourself, you can see that you, you start to see kind of how easy it really is. And how just seeing from a different perspective, it just changes everything. It's like... Uh, it shows you new possibilities, right? Because any, it's, you're seeing what, it's, it's new in a, in a way that um, it implies newness and it implies something better. Because well, you, you don't want to just be the same thing. You don't want to just have the same information. You want new information. Even if it may not be resourceful, it's nice to just organize and get some kind of information, uh, especially when you're just doing it uh, in your mind, when you're just thinking it over. You're, you're actually extracting information, not having to get information from any other sources in your external environment, meaning you, you don't have to go on the internet, you don't have to go looking in books, you don't have to do anything like that or talk to anybody. This is just a thing that you do in your mind mentally where you get to a better state and you actually extract information. And so that's why I, I like to call it resourceful because you're using your resources of your mind to get information and look at a particular task that you once thought was kind of scary, kind of overwhelming kind of uh, and yeah maybe you didn't do the whole thing you didn't get it all done and it still looks you know pretty hefty you know it's it's still a pretty good big goal and, and it's just a small task but you got something done and you can put that aside and that's scratched off your list of, of all the wonderful things that you're gonna do today and it sort of starts something starts you on a, a new track you know, you're more uh, able to, you're more, you tend to, to want to do more stuff like that. Um, you know, doing, getting goals accomplished and, and objective things like that. And finding facts um, in your imaginations or in your visions of, of things that you're worrying about. You're more likely to do that more because you've already done it, right? It's easier to do something if you've, you've already done it. Um, sometimes it's more fun even to do something that you've never done. Um, but if you, you don't have that habit of sort of just jumping right into something, it, it can be tricky. And, and so it's, it's definitely good to, uh, to try this, um, especially if, if it, you know, works for you.